0: Welcome to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast, where we lead people to find life in Jesus through teaching the Bible. When you have blueprints, um, those blueprints just don't just magically turn into a house or a structure or a building that um, uh, you, you want to build. You have to actually go out and make the blueprints happen. You have to, you have to utilize tools in order to make the blueprints happen and the blueprints they've got all these lines on them right they the the they, they're, they're drawn they're 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 perfectly drawn they're expertly drawn uh and then um you have to go out and follow the blueprint in order to build the structure that you want to build you have to follow the lines that are on there there the, the the lines are there measured out exactly the way they're supposed to be in order to give you uh the the, the 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 instructions to be able to put the building together. You can't just haphazardly put things where you want to put things and cut things where you want to cut things. That's not how blueprints work and that's not how building based on the blueprints work. So now we're taking God's blueprint. He is making us into a brand new creation. That is his blueprint for every single person on the face of the earth. That's what he wants to do with our lives. Now he has given us tools in order to to, to, to see that actually happen in our life. And the first tool that we're going to dive into is the Bible, God's Word, Scriptures. See, we have these blueprints and we have these measurements and we have, in, in, in order to make the building come about we have to build according to the blueprint see i've got one in my toolbox but because we have newfangled tools we don't use this quite as often it's a it's a plumb line something that we would uh roll out and it's got chalk on it and then pop you would you pop the to, the the line in order to, to to create uh the the line you'd pop the string in order to create the line that that's where you cut See, the Bible is like that plumb line. It is the line for everyone to be able to figure out how God is going to bring life into our biological life. This Bible, this 66 books, it's the inspired word of God, and it's to everyone to show us exactly where that plumb line is. At the same time, we cannot put too much Um, uh, into the scriptures we cannot make it our blueprint it is the tool it is the plumb line in order to help us build the blueprint and maybe you hear that and you're like oh hold on a second wait a minute what are you what are you, you downgrading the bible well jesus downgraded the bible he didn't he put it in its rightful place himself see in john chapter 5 verse 39 and 40 when he was <clears throat> having one of his knockdown dragouts with the religious leaders he said this you pour over scriptures because you think you have eternal life in them and yet they testify about me but you are not willing to come to me so that you may have life, so that you may have Zoe life. See, we're reading these out of the context of, 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 of an entire story. In the beginning of John chapter 5, Jesus did kind of, kind of his favorite thing to do when he wanted to make the religious leaders mad. He, he healed somebody on the Sabbath. And so when they started attacking him about that, instead of playing the role of peacekeeper, a peacemaker, or, or, you know, you've got me wrong, you've got this whole thing wrong, or, or, you know, you took me out of, Jesus actually fueled the conflict john chapter 5 17 and 18 he says this jesus responded to them the religious leaders the pharisees my father is still working and i am working also but this is why the jews began trying all the more to kill him not only was he breaking the sabbath but he was even calling god his own father making himself equal to god i mean this is <laughs> this is a big deal right like jesus making himself equal to god if you're listening to this and you kind of testing the testing the waters or kicking the tires on this whole jesus thing I mean, he makes a pretty big claim here that he is on equal footing as God. And if, you, if you've kind of heard that Jesus maybe never made that claim, well, that's not true. Because people wanted to kill him based on the fact that he was making this claim. And so the next um the, the between John 5:17 and 18 and John 5:39 and 40 where we've already read Jesus is talking about all the reasons why they should listen to what he has to say about who he is in relation to the father. And that ultimately there are four things that testify to him and his relationship to the father first of all it was john the baptist john the baptist testified to this but his own works jesus own works testified to this god the father himself testified about this and he talks about this right before we reread earlier uh, 539 and 40 he he says in 537 and 38 the father who sent me has himself testified about me you have not heard his voice at any time and you haven't seen his form you don't have his word residing in you because you don't believe the one he sent <laughs> them's fighting words to the religious leader those were fighting words jesus is 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 getting right up in their faces pointing his finger maybe not f- literally but figuratively and spiritually is getting right up in their face pointing their finger and attacking everything that they think they they have confidence in or the, the reasons why they have confidence in the fact that 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 they are god's spokespeople he's saying Huh-uh. you don't you aren't god's spokespeople because everything that you have confidence in isn't true see <clears throat> they think that they are god's spokespeople but Jesus says that they haven't heard his voice at all. They believe that they're his, they are God's spokespeople to his form, exactly who he is and exactly what he wants and exactly what he expects of everybody. But Jesus says, you haven't ever seen his form. And then they are so um, religious And they know the Bible so well. I mean, they at least have the first five books of the Old Testament memorized, or what we know of as the Old Testament memorized. But many of them, if not all of them, have the entire Old Testament memorized. I mean, we think we're doing good when we've memorized one verse. They have the entirety of the Old Testament, what they knew of as the scriptures at that time, memorized. And God or Jesus says, you don't have his word residing in you. At this point in time, they're going to be just livid. What do you mean we don't have God's word residing in us? We have it memorized. And then he says this you pour over the scriptures because you think you have eternal life, eternal Zoe in them, and yet they testify about me. But you are not willing to come to me so that you may have Zoe eternal abundant life see what jesus is doing he's putting scriptures in the rightful place the scriptures do not have zoe life residing in them memorizing scripture does not give us zoe life learning about theology does not give us zoe life learning facts about god's word does not give us Zoe abundant eternal life knowing Jesus gives us abundant eternal Zoe life having a relationship with Jesus is what gives us this life that flows from God's throne into our soul through our soul and into every area of our biological life knowing Jesus that's how we get this life the scriptures point to Jesus, who is the giver of this life. That is the rightful place the scriptures have. Yes, they are God's gift. Yes, they are inspired by him. Yes, they are God-breathed. Yes, they are infallible. You can trust them that they are exactly what God wants to give us to be able to point to Jesus so that we can have that relationship with him so that he gives us the eternal life so that, so that the spirit floods our souls with this eternal life and that this internal life uh, impacts every single area of our life. The scriptures are important. The scriptures are vital, but the scripture isn't all we need because what all that we need is Jesus also remember as we read john chapter 5 when we're reading these stories uh, this wasn't the bible yet quote-unquote the bible yet right john how we got this gospel that we call it john a guy who was standing there taking this all in as he got to the to the last parts of his life he decided you know what i need to write all of this down so that future generations have it and God, in his sovereignty, in his graciousness, and in his gift giving abilities, has made sure that this has stood the test of time so that we, 2,000 years later, nearly 2,000 years later, can read it and can learn from it and can, can allow it to point us to Jesus so that we get eternal life from Jesus. Guys, remember the blueprint isn't the Bible. The blueprint is the fact that God is making you into his image. The fact that God is making you a new creation. That is the blueprint. That is the only thing that matters. The Bible is the plumb line. It is going to show us the image that God wants us to be in. But it isn't what gives us eternal, abundant, Zoe life it is knowing jesus that gives us this life so when we read scripture here's here's what i would like you to 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 think about when you're reading scripture when you're reading a passage of scripture what is the one life point what is the one thing in that scripture that the bible is pointing to that, that that jesus wants to give you life in your soul through for this scripture the scriptures point to jesus who gives eternal life and the reality is is that you and i could read the same exact scripture and because of whatever is going on in our life at that time we may get shades of of different versions of a life point on how god is speaking to us at that time now they're going to be within the ballpark but but at the same time god's going to speak to us how he needs to speak to us at that particular moment in time and who we are and what he wants to do and and, in in pulling us towards the image of jesus and how he wants to use the scripture to point to jesus so that jesus and the spirit floods our soul with his eternal life find one life point that's it find life one life point And if you don't understand a particular section of scripture, just find the one nugget that you can get. And kind of leave the rest aside, because you'll come back to that scripture in another day, in another moment of time. And God will utilize all that you have gotten from point A to point B to give you more from that particular passage of scripture. But just take that scripture find one life point, one thing, one thing that God is pointing to, to say, this is how I want to give you life in your soul. As we move forward in the next episode, we're going to take a look at the power that the Bible does have in our life, and where that power ends, and and then God takes over. But I want us to remember today that Jesus put... The scriptures in its rightful place. High! <laughs> Jesus had a high view of scripture, but not so high that it becomes our God, because scripture is still a biological creation. I want us to remember that, because the Word, in John chapter 1, the Word is Jesus, the Word became flesh and the word gives us life and light and the bible as we have it right now merely points to that word so that the word jesus that he's the one that gives us eternal life in our soul through our soul and into every area of our life so find that one life point in the scriptures that you read and as you go about your day today, have this prayer on your mind. God, how are you giving life to my soul through your word? Thank you for listening to the Finding Life teaching podcast. You can find more content online. Our website is findinglife.me. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at FindingLife19. If you like what you hear, a little bit of help goes a long way. Like, Share and comment through social, rate and review through iTunes, and finally, subscribe to your podcast player of choice. Wendy's breakfast faves are two for four bucks. Choose between the honey butter chicken biscuit, classic bacon egg and cheese, or classic sausage egg and cheese. You have to tell a friend. And they'll tell a friend. And they'll tell a friend. And they'll tell a time only. Price and participation may vary. Wendy's breakfast faves are two for four bucks. Choose between the honey butter chicken biscuit, classic bacon egg and cheese, or classic sausage egg and cheese. You have to tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll Limited time only. Price of participation may vary.